Hello and welcome to the Financial Literacy Show with your host, Hubert McIntosh, CPA, a member of SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness, bringing financial education to America, one community at a time. Now here's your host, Hubert McIntosh. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for joining us again. And yes, I am here again on a Friday evening in beautiful Palm City, Florida. Yes, and I've said it to you before. I know I sound like a broken record, but it's an absolutely gorgeous day in Palm City. It's approximately 73 degrees. The sun is shining. It's just a beautiful day. No cloud in the skies. The skies are clear. I know it's not like that everywhere, so we are just sending some of our great weather and our sunshine to you, okay? So just imagine yourself being here if it's too cold or dreary where you are. But outside of the weather, there is a lot of people are calling it all kind of different things. Epidemic, pandemic. All kind of words. So basically, today's program going to take a little bit of different spin or flavor. Last week, I promised you we were going to talk about retirement. We're going to modify that a little because I really believe that some of you need some encouragement. So today's program is going to be off an encouragement flavor. Okay? Remember now, this is Hubert McIntosh, your CPA. I'm in the studio. It's a live program. So whatever your concerns are, you can give us a call. 888-221-8990. 888-221-8990. And locally, 772 772- Two two one eleven hundred. Yes, it's the financial literacy show. But as you know, finance is just not one thing. Because look at what's happening. Here it is. We have this coronavirus worldwide. And it has such a great impact. The number one impact so far. The number one impact so far, you know, some people may think different of it, but I'm just going from facts. The number one impact so far is financial. Yes, I know other people, we're going to go back and we're going to look into history and we're going to say all kind of different things. Okay, this was like Zika 2016, Mises, Rubella, December 2014, Ebola, March 2014, MERS, May 2013, Swine Flu, April 2009, Avian, Bird Flu, you guys remember that one? June 2006, SARS, 2003. So we have just gone back 17 years. We could have gone further back. But, but. I have experienced all of those that I've just mentioned. But in my experience, I have not seen the scare that I am seeing now. I've not seen that. Those we went through, we heard about Ebola. Yes, people. But none of them, I don't have the numbers to support it, but none of them has had the financial impact that this has caused so far and potentially will be causing. So you may be wondering, here it is a financial literacy show, and we are talking about coronavirus. Yes, because it's twofold. We want to encourage you because it's a worldwide thing. Everyone is affected, even if they're not affected physically. They're affected mentally. You have loved ones. You have friends around the world, people that you care about. People are affected. So this is one of those that, you know, not very often it comes around where it affects the entire world. 
And I believe what has even caused this more so is that the world is so intertwined now. Because if you go back 30, 40 years ago, if you go back even 30 years, if you even go back 30 years, the world is not as intertwined as it is now. Because 30 years, let's say 40, let's go 40, let's say 1980. 1980, a lot of the news that you would hear in the world, you would hear it on the news. You would listen to the nightly news, BBC, nightly news, NBC, CBS. You remember those, Tom Brokaw, Dan Rather. You remember all of those guys. They would bring the nightly news, and that is when you would have heard about things like this. But now, because of the widespread of the internet, the world is so intertwined that the minute that something happens, even if it's five, 6,000 miles away, we are hearing about it because someone is tweeting it. Someone is putting it on Facebook. Someone, someone is just doing something. So we're intertwined. So what happens there because we're so intertwined, joys and fear are also intertwined in the sense where that if there's something joyous, we can share that joy immediately and also fear. That fear can also spread. I'm not minimizing it. Please don't think that's what I'm saying. But that fear can spread like a wildfire because blah, 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 and you just hear it. And also, also the news media, you got to also remember, the purpose of news, news media has to have their ratings also. So I'm not being a conspiracy or anything like that. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we want you to take a check, check it in the sense and Instead of going and say, woe is me and oh my gosh, what is happening? We need to take some precautions. Yes, each of us. And if each of us takes some precaution, then we can help the other. Yes, the things that we never used to think of, if we think of it now, we can help others. Just a simple thing, whereas you go to the restroom and you come out, you wash your hands. You wash your hands, you take the paper and you dry your hands. That same paper that you take and you dry your hands, the doorknob, how you're going to come out of the restroom, you could wipe it off. And, and if we all do that, then we would also help to minimize the spread of the germs or the virus, okay? So I want you guys to be aware of that. So remember, we are in the studio. Hubert McIntosh, your CPA. We're still talking about finance, but we are focusing on finance with the current environment that we are in where this coronavirus scare is, is going on, okay? So... I want to point out some things to you. So that's that's what we're going to talk about today. What happens also in times like these? It's it's like we as believers, you can go back and you can go back. Most of us are familiar with this in Egypt and we can say, well, when, wow, when there was pandemonium in Egypt with locusts and all kind of different, and there was famine and all kind of different, you got to remember what was going on in Goshen. Remember now, remember when there was famine in Egypt, there was plenty in Goshen. So it's, so you, so we have an opportunity where we can look at it and we can say, okay, well, this is happening but does this have to happen to me? I am not saying that for you to be neglectful of what's around you. But these are times when you're going to call on your fate. You're going to call on your fate and know, you know, like for instance, you know, even a psalm that we commonly use. You know, it's a psalm that it's 
applicable to all of us now, where a lot of times we only used to focus on Psalms 91 when there was a personal tragic or something like that. But here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity where each of us as believers, we can look at Psalm 91 and it says, because we are covered. Wow. We are covered under his shadow and under his mighty right hands. A thousand, a thousand may fall by our side, 10,000 by our right hand, and nothing happens to us. So these are the things that we have to call on. But remember what James says also, faith without works is dead. So we will have to also take some precaution. So these are some of the stuff I'm going to share with you. Remember, we're in the studio. So call us, share your thoughts, any questions you have as it relates to finance, you know, because we're going to talk about some of those actions that you need to take and to be aware of. But I just want to bring you up to speed on some stuff. All right. Remember also, anytime there is panic going on in anything, whether it's a virus, anything, anytime there's panic, you got to remember not everyone is going to panic <laughs> with you. You're going to have people who are going to pray, pray in the sense P-R-E-Y, not P-R-A-Y. They're going to pray on the weak or on the innocent or like they're going to pray. So here's one of the things that's going on. And I want to bring you aware of this. Because of this coronavirus, there is a cyber security alert. Yes, I want you to make aware of it. So I'm going to read some of it. I'm going to read some of it. Like, for instance, so what is happening now? You have, you have people who are taking advantage, whether you want to call it advantage or disadvantage, of the situation to prey on people who don't understand what's going on. So a lot of scams, yes, I said scams, a lot of phishing, phishing in this case, not P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, scams. So this is a cybersecurity alert that went out from the WHO, the World Health Organization. And I'm going to read this, okay? I'm going to read this for you. The WHO reports that hackers are sending phishing emails appearing to come from the WHO. The organization has reminded people that it will never require you to log in to view safety information or email attachments you did not request. Folks, let me repeat that because some of you may not have missed it. The organization has reminded people that it will never, never require you to log in to view safety information or email attachments you did not request. Okay, so if this is going on, what are your precautionary methods you need to do? All right. You must be vigilant when receiving an email regarding coronavirus. Before clicking on any link or any attachment, you must. I'm going to give you four things that you must do. Verify the sender. Verify the sender. And for those of you who don't know, how do you verify the sender? Hover. Hover your mouse over the from line to detect the true sender. If you do not recognize the email address or it does not match the organization it claims to be from, do not click. What does that mean in an example? If somebody is sending you something and it's saying it's coming from the WHO, right? 
and you see where it says info at blah, 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 blah. But it doesn't say info at who.org. Be careful because what will happen, people will take it and they will use another screening kind of link. And But in the headline, it may look like it's coming from WHO. Be careful of that. Or the CDC. If it doesn't say info, support from the CDC.org. Be careful of those things. All right? That's number one. Number two, check all the links. Before clicking on any links in the email, Hover your mouse over the URL or the button to ensure the link is going where it says it is. Folks, you got to be careful. All right. Number three, do not open attachments. Period. Do not open any attachments. Do not open any attachments from an unsolicited email or if you are unsure. If you know the sender and you're expecting the sender to send you something, yes, you can open. But be careful of opening attachments from senders that you're not aware of. Okay? Keep that in mind. And also, since we are on financial and this is tax time, let me tell you one that's going on now. Be careful. If you get an email, this is an absolute folks. If you get an email that it says it's coming from the IRS, folks, let me tell you, that's a lie straight out of the pit of hell. The IRS will not, I repeat, will not send you an email. So if you get an email, this is the IRS, well, the tax is due on March 15th and March 16th, and you should do this and you should do that. And listen, folks, that's a scam. The IRS, I repeat, does not send email. So what is happening? Why you have to be vigilant? Because what is happening now? The first tax deadline is March 15th. The next one after that is April 15th. And you notice both of them, so here it is, we have this coronavirus happening at this time. So you have people out there who are taking this opportunity to prey on the innocent. So be careful of that. Number four now. When in doubt, when the email, we're still talking about email. When in doubt, delete. If you are unsure delete the email and contact the sender or organization directly to verify they sent the information. Okay? All right. Those are the four things I tell you. Verify the sender. The sender. Check all links. Do not open attachments. When in doubt, delete. Okay? Folks, be vigilant online. And remember the 10-second email rule. Yeah, 10-second email rule. Examine the message and inspect the link. Examine the message and inspect the link. If you receive an attachment or a link in an unsolicited email, do not click. Folks, that's your alert regarding the cyber security alert. I want to share that with you because in times like these, we have to be vigilant. So I just want you to be that way. So we are live in the studio. This is Hubert McIntosh, your CPA, a member of SOFA with the mission to bring financial education across America, one community at a time. And I am here in your community. We're physically in Palm City, Florida, But we are worldwide. We are worldwide at WCNO.com. Yes, you go WCNO.com. You can click there, listen live. 
And we have also gone further. We have created a radio, we have created, we have created a website for the radio show. It's called Financial Educational One. No space in between. Financialeducational.com. Yes, financialeducational.com. So let me tell you what we have done on that website. We have posted, yes, last week I shared with you that we only had one of the recordings. The last three shows, the last three shows, last Friday, the Friday before, and the Friday before, it's now posted on the site in the podcast. So if you go into the podcast, you will be able to catch up. So what we did there, what we did there, remember the last three shows, the three shows ago, what we did, we shared with you all the changes, the new changes for 2020 for Social Security and Medicare. And then last the week, the show before, we did a comparison with the Medicare and what it covers along with Social Security and so forth. And last week, we introduced you to long-term care. We introduced you to long-term care. So we're going to continue along that trend. We were going to do retirement today as it because they all relate. But I wanted to divert a little, slightly, and integrate the corona scare virus situation in so that you're, you're aware. So we are in the studio. You can give us a call, okay? 772-221-1100 locally, toll-free 888-221-8990. All right, so what's the next thing we're going to talk about? So everything we talk about revolves around planning, 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 planning. So just because... Just because it's coronavirus, I kept telling you the plan for Medicare, plan for Social Security, plan for long-term care. Times like these, you still have to plan. You still have to plan. Because here's what happened. Here's the reality of what's happening. You and I, we cannot turn back corona. Corona is already here. But we can take cautionary measures. We can take cautionary measures. So it doesn't mean I don't want you to put your head in the sand and says, oh, my gosh, oh, my God, woe is me. What is going to happen? The world is coming to an end. And, and we go and we go on and we go on and we go, oh, my gosh, the day of the Lord is coming. And yes, folks, we know that will happen. But you don't know if it's tomorrow, but you got to continue to live. You got to continue to live. So I will just remind you of Matthew 6, because here's the situation that we're faced with. So you're going to be sitting at home and you're just going to be worrying, worrying. What did Jesus say? Which one of you? Which one of you can add one day to your life? One day. One day to your life by worrying. Worrying does not help. Because guess what? He got your back. Yeah. He got your back. So you have to utilize and use the wisdom that you have. Okay, let's we talk about the ten virgins. Listen, remember now, if you got your, your lamp, your responsibility is to make sure you got oil in your lamp. Don't go and say, well, oh, my lamp, uh, my lamp, uh, oh, oh, in two days, this is going to happen. So I am just going to have a, half a half a tank of oil in my lamp. No, that's not wisdom. Try to keep your lamp full. Keep your lamp full so that 
while <laughs> I just love that story of the Bible, you know, while the groomsman is on his way. We don't know what day it is. We don't know what day it is, but you need to keep there's the there was this little song, you know, there's this little chorus. I can't sing. If I could sing, I would burst, you know, I would drop the beat for you. But but this song goes, there's a little oil in my lamp. I'm going to keep it verdy. I'm going to keep it verdy, okay? So I just want to encourage you, just have oil for your lamp, okay? And let your lamp keep burning. So don't get into the panic, you know? Take precautionary measures, okay? So let's talk a little bit about the market. What's going on? It's during trying times like this, it may help to focus less on the daily market swings. Because listen, if you're going to focus on the daily market swings, you, you, you're just going to give yourself sleepless night. Because one, okay, this, this early by 11 o'clock today, the market was up 700. Dropped 2200 yesterday by, seven by 11 o'clock this morning, it was up 700. You can't focus on that because there are things that you cannot control. But I want you to focus on the fundamentals, the fundamentals fundamentals what do i mean when i say fundamentals you need to review your objectives your you notice i says your your objectives your investment objectives and time horizon and revisit your asset allocation if that's what you're looking at to make sure it's still appropriate for your needs. You're going to keep hearing me emphasizing your. Please, please don't get caught up with what your neighbors say, what your friend think, what your family member thinks. Because remember, your objective may be different from theirs. Yes. So if it's necessary... You know, your allocation can shift. You know, your allocation can shift in unexpected ways due to changes in market cycle. That is what's happening now. So sometimes what you will have to do, you will have to rebalance, you know, by selling, you know, your allocation by selling holdings in one asset class and investing more in another. But keep in mind, that is your objective. You have to focus on your objective. But here's a cautionary thing I want to tell you now. So if you have an advisor, what you got to be careful of? Because some advisors, your advisor may be calling you and telling you, oh, you need to rebalance this and you move this and move this from this to this. But... Anytime anybody is telling you to move money from one place to another, here is a critical question I want you to ask. I want you to ask this question. Don't let an advisor tell you just move money. Ask this question. What's the tax implication? Oh my gosh, I tell you, if you practice to start asking that question, a lot of the recommendations that were given to you going to change. Because a lot of times you will be getting advice and they're not telling you anything about the tax consequences. Remember, everything you do financially, remember this is the financial educational show so we're talking to you about finance even though it's corona going on we still gonna have that finance emphasis so someone tell you the market is this the market is this move this year move this year ask that person whether it's he whether it's she whether it's it whether it's a and you may say oh hubert you said he she or it Oh, so you didn't realize it is involved? Let me explain this to you. So you guys didn't realize this. Do you think every call you get 
from your financial institution is a person? Oh, my gosh. Guys, I got to get you guys up to speed. You think every call is from a person? All right. Okay. Let, let, me, let me bring you. Let me bring you to what's going on. So for those of you, some using Android, some using iPhone, some, so you have Alexa. Who you think Alexa is? Oh, you thought Alexa was a lady. No, Alexa uses a lady's voice. Alexa is it. Oh, you don't use Alexa. You use Siri. Oh, so you thought Siri was a lady. Siri is just a name. Siri is a it. Oh, you don't use Alexa. You don't use Siri. You use Bixby. Oh, so you thought Bixby was a guy. <laughs> Bixby is not a guy. Bixby is a it. Folks, you did not know some of your advice that you're getting is from robo-advisors? Oh, you didn't know that? Yes. It's not just a male or a female. They're using male and female voice. Some of these advice you're getting is from the computer. So you have to ask yourself now, and whichever one of them you use, Bixby, Alexa, Siri, whatever, you ever notice that, have you ever encountered where some questions you ask and they'll tell you, oh, I don't know that answer. Oh, you never experienced that? So you think Siri and Alexa knows everything. Come on, folks. Come on. Don't let, don't let people trick you like that. It's a computer. And the computer can only answer what's put in it. Okay? So, so when Alexa or Bixby or whoever calls you and they says, yes, we're calling from your advisory firm. I'm not talking about any particular firm, whether it's Fidelity, whether it's Schwab, whether it's Merrily, whether anybody. And they says, oh, yeah, well, we call and we, we're looking at your portfolio and we think you should rebalance your portfolio to this, blah, 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 blah. Here's the question you ask. Ask the tax implications. And I can tell you, you ask the tax implications, the line is going to, you're going to hear crickets. You're going to hear crickets because there's no answer. Because a lot of times they're going to be calling you and you're going to be getting advice, but they're not telling you the tax implication. Folks, don't do anything financially without knowing the tax implication. <laughs> so I know some of you out there are saying, but Hubert, tax is not all. Well, I'm not telling you it's, it's all, but boy, it's sure up there near close to oxygen. You know the saying that you hear about debt and taxes? Debt and taxes? The beautiful thing about debt, you know, and, you know, that may sound a little bit morbid, you know, because it's, you know, we as believers in dying, we are with Christ, you know. So, so that's one plus there, you know, but the family leaves mourning, you know, that, you know, that can be, that's a, you know, a sad, sad situation there. You know, I have a, you know, two days ago, yeah, you know, you know, during the show, you know, from time to time, I have to share these things with you because they're just real life. They're just real life situation. I just have to share them with you. So, you know, I can't just come and just telling you what's happening in the market or this, but, you know, I'm just telling you real life what's happening. You know, two days ago, you know, I lost a very dear friend, very dear friend, 66 years old. 66 years old, 66 years old. So she lost, she lost the battle. She lost the battle to cancer. Yeah, she lost the battle to cancer. And folks, you know, you hear me on the radio here with you and I share some things with you. And then sometimes I say it and you may think it's just a textbook situation I'm giving you. But here's a real-life example I was sharing with you. Okay, here's what happened. 
She turned 65. She turned 65. And she should have, she should have applied for her Medicare Part B. She could have, she should have applied for Medicare Part B within three months. She did not apply for Medicare Part B in time. She did not. When she applied for Medicare Part B, she was late. And they told her that she will have a 10% penalty. Right? 10% penalty. This was last year. She applied late. You know, I forgot what her exact birth date was, but she applied late and they told her that she'll have a 10% Medicare Part B penalty. So that in itself is bad. But this was worst. Here's why. And you may say to me, but Hubert, what do you mean it's worse? 10% is bad. Okay, me it's worse. Listen. When you apply for Medicare Part B and you're outside of the window, you're outside of the window when you're late. It's not just the 10% penalty. You don't get to go in until the next window. The next window for her, she applied, but it was not to take effective until July 1st. July 1st, what was two days ago? March the 11th. March the 11th, folks. So here's this lady now. After she applied for Medicare Part B and she was told she was late and she's going to have 10% penalty. Let me tell you, sometime life throws some curveball at you. Guess what happened the following month? I think you already figured it out. She was diagnosed with cancer. Diagnosed with cancer. Wow. Sad story. Factual story, I'm telling you. This just happened two days ago. The, the, the funeral date is not yet set or anything like that. Just happened two, 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 two days ago. Two days ago. So she went through and she was paying out of pocket for the Medicare treatment. You know, she did a couple of rounds of chemo. You know, it's, it's, it's just sad for me to be sharing it here, but it's just real life. So when I'm sharing stuff with you, I'm sharing them with you because I want you to learn from other people's mistakes. I don't want it just happen to you and then I say, I told you so. Me saying I told you so doesn't help. None of the things I share with you on this program, it's about I told you so. I don't want to say I told you so. I want you to take some of the information that I'm sharing with you and utilize it to your life. Utilize it to your life. Because here's this lady. She applied for Medicare Part B late. She couldn't have known that she was gonna she was gonna be diagnosed with cancer the following month. Diagnosed with cancer the following month, and because she did not, so let's let's ask this question of ourselves: Would if she had better med, if she had better medical care, would she still be alive? I don't know that answer. You don't know that answer. But here's what I can tell you. She did not get the best care that money could buy. She did not get the best care that money could buy because what happened? She did not have Medicare Part B. She had Medicare Part A. So whenever she was to go to the hospital, Medicare covered the Part A at the hospital. But remember what I explained to you. When you go to the hospital... And you see the emergency doctor. That's the hospitalist. Right? That's the hospitalist. But anytime you're going to see a specialist. Okay? For those of you know, when you're dealing with cancer, what's the number one type of specialist you're going to deal with? 
You know who? It's the oncologist. Here's the truth of the matter. Here's the truth of the matter. Maybe you have hospitals with oncologists on staff. But you're what I know for a fact. Most oncologists, they are private. They work with the hospital, but their fee is separate. So I don't want to, I just want to just remind you guys of that. You know, when I share these things with you, it's to help you to stop. Stop and ask yourself and seek wise counsel. Hosea 4, 6, I shared that with you before. My people, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. James 1, 5. If any man lacks wisdom, let him seek the Lord. Let him seek the Lord. Let him seek the Lord. You cannot operate in this life without seeking wisdom. Without seeking wisdom. So I just want to remind you guys of that. We're talking about Corona. We're in the studio. So I don't know if what I'm sharing with you is just shocking you guys. But you guys are not calling and sharing. You're not calling. So let me tell you the number again. Toll free. 888-221-8990. 888-221-8990. Local, 772-221-1100. Okay? This is Hubert McIntosh, your CPA, a member of SOFA, SOFA, the Society for Financial Awareness, bringing you, bringing you financial education across America, one community at a time. So I reminded you about that Medicare Part B. Make sure that when you're signing up for Medicare, make sure you don't just sign up for Part A. Make sure you sign up for Part B and Part D because Part A without Part B and D is almost like you're buying a car and the car has no tires on it. Where are you going to drive it? Your car has to have tires. And then when you put tires on it, if you don't put gas in it, where's it going to go? So that's how Medicare works. You have Medicare Part A, which is the car. Part B are the wheels. But you also need the gas. The car cannot function without the gas. So you have pretty tires and you have a pretty car without any gas. All it is is a piece of furniture. Okay? So just remember that. And I know some of you, that analogy may seem weird to you, but I think we can all relate to it. Because most of us drive a car. If we don't drive a car, we take the bus. The bus has to have tires and the bus has to have gas. Okay? So I want to remind you of that. We spoke to you about the cybersecurity alert from the World Health Organization. I spoke to you about how to look at your situation. Okay. So I'm going to share. I'm going to share something else with you. So what's going on? The market. So here's what's happening in the market. So I'm going to share three scenarios with you with the market as it relates to Corona, because Corona, the effect that's happening on the market now is related to, to, to Corona. So here's what's happening. So some of you have your money invested differently. So you have three types of advisors, three types. If any of you have advisors, there are Three types of advisors, mostly three types. A lot of people may call it different, but in the financial world, there are mainly three types of advisors, okay? So here's a scenario I'm going to tell you, what each advisor is going to say to you. So you have the AUM advisors. What's AUM? Assets under management. Those are the advisors who is managing your money in the market, you know, whether it's in stocks and bonds, it's in the market. Okay, so this week, what what is the AUM advisor saying to their client? Here's what they're saying. This is what they're saying. It will come back. Here's the truth of the matter. They are right. That advisor is right. Yeah, assets under manager, on, on the management. 
that advisor is telling clients, it will come back. And he's right. He or she. So then you have another type of advisors. I hope you're taking notes. AUM, assets under management. Then you have another advisor who is an annuity biased advisor. So here is what the annuity biased advisor is saying this week. Oh, I told you so. Get safe now. Get safe now. Here's the truth of the matter. That advisor is also right. The annuity advisor is telling you to put your money in a safe place and he's right. Then now you have a third type of advisor. Remember, I already mentioned two to you. Assets under management, annuity biased advisor. Then now you have the life insurance oriented advisors who says, you know, the government bailed out cost here at so much fuel and an already tax burning info that will push tax rate up dramatically in the future. Guess what, folks? That person is also right. So look at your situation. I just mentioned three types of advisor who saying three different things and all three are right. So what is that saying? That, that must be conflicting because if three persons, three persons are saying three different things and all three are right. Here's the situation, folks. And this is what I kept. You notice how much time I emphasize the word when I says your plan? Your plan. All three advisors are right. But it depends on the person he's talking to. It depends. It depends. So listen now, so I'm talking to, if I'm talking to someone who is 68 years old and I'm going to tell that person, hang in there, the market will come back. And I'm telling also the 38-year-old person that. Don't you see a conflict there? I cannot tell the 68-year-old person the same thing I am telling the 38-year-old person because that 38-year-old person has a longer time frame to wait for the market to come back. Do you see what I'm saying, folks? Because at 68, at 68, how much time do you have for the market? Yeah, because here's what happened. As educated as most advisors are, Nobody can tell you when it's going to be back. They'll say, yes, it will be back. Okay, it's all right. And Oh, don't listen to the fear. But remember what I keep emphasizing to you. Each of you must have a personal plan. You got to have a personal plan for Social Security. You got to have a personal plan for Medicare. You got to have a personal plan for, for long-term care. It's the same way now with this coronavirus and all of these things with the market. It's still come back to a plan. And I'm going to go biblical on you again. You know, from time to time, I go biblical on you. It's go back to Habakkuk 2. And you may say, oh my gosh, Hubert, what does Habakkuk 2 has to do with this? Habakkuk 2 too. It says you have to write the vision. And the vision has to be plain. It has to be plain so that the runner can run with it. So if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a vision, if you don't have a goal, how can anybody help you with your direction with your direction if they don't know where you're going? If you come to me and you say, Hubert, give me direction, I have to ask you to where? And then when you tell me to where, then I have to ask you, where are you now? Because if someone gives you direction and they don't ask you where you are now, oh my gosh, you better be scared. You, get, you, you better be scared because 
if I give you direction and I don't know where you are now, then that means I just gave you some bad direction. So if I gave you some direction without asking you where you are, let's ask this question. Who is that direction helping? Who's that direction helping? It's certainly not helping you. That direction is self-serving. So I just want you to be aware of that, folks. You got to have a personal plan because here's the truth of it. Here's the truth of it. We all, you notice I use the word all. We all believe what we believe. We all believe what we believe. But, here's the but. Here's the but now though. We all believe what we believe. But when we are blind to other vantage points, yeah, it creates a blind spot. So think about what I just said. I'm going to repeat it, but think about it. We all believe what we believe. Every one of us. Every single human being has a belief. Every single one of us. If someone says they don't have a belief, they're not telling you the truth. Every one of us has a belief. We all believe what we believe. But here's the part with that. But here's the but. When we are blind, when we are blind to other vantage points, it creates a blind spot. It creates a blind spot. And if there's a blind spot, then there is something missing in our belief. Because if I, if, if I were to ask you, if what you thought to be true, if what you thought to be true, right, and it turned out not to be true, when do you want to know? When do you want to know? This is, this is a discussion. I have so many of these discussions with my non-believer friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have non-believer friends. What, you thought that everybody I knew was a believer? No, I have non-believer friends. No? So if I don't have them as a friend, who's going to help them to believe? Who's going to help them to believe? If you choose to have friends and associates that where they're all believers... Then who are you helping? What did Jesus say? Jesus says he did not come for those who can see. He came for the sick. Because the person, the person who is well don't need a hospital is the person who is sick. Isn't that what Jesus says? Or am I making up my own Bible? He says, that's who I come. So we as believers, we as believers, if we choose, and yes, we have to be wise in everything we do. If we choose that the only persons we're going associate to associate with are believers, then who's going to help the non-believers? Who's going to see our light? Who's going to see our light? So here it is. I am on this program. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Grateful to this station. I remember where, where I, I remind you where we are. We are at WCNO in beautiful Palm City, Florida. WCNO. You go on it. It's WCNO.com. The good news station. This station provides good news. Good news. So I was so privileged. I was so privileged. This is my fifth week here. I was so privileged, was and still am privileged that these lovely folks have allowed me. Yes, it wasn't the right. It's not my right. They have allowed me where I can broadcast from their beautiful station here in Palm City, Florida, for the next six months. Yeah, I'll be on for six months. Every Friday at 4 p.m., sharing with you financial education. So, one other thing I continue to ask. Yes, I'm not bashful in asking. I want you to continue praying for me and continue praying, continue praying for the station, continue praying for the station because this is a station that providing good news and 
they have allowed me to be here to share some good news. So what happened is, is there's, a, there's a beacon in Palm City. There, you, you know, like it says, there's a beacon on the mountain, that little light, and this is the station. So in a couple of weeks, for those of you, those of you, because this station, I've been listening to this station now, and these people have allowed me. I've been listening to this station now for 19 years, since 2001. And in a couple of weeks, in a couple of weeks, in a couple of weeks, I may not be here in two weeks. Because what happened is that we're starting the fundraiser. We're going to start a fundraiser. You know that this station is a listener listener provided fundraising station. We don't do any advertising, you know. We don't do any advertising. So what happened? I just want to encourage you that, you know, if God plays something on your art in a couple of weeks, you know, you can start preparing what you want to give into the ministry. So this is my plug. I have to plug. I have to plug the station, you know, because I, I know I know you plant into this station. You're planting into good ground. This is good, good ground you're planting into. So, so, so the last couple of minutes that I have left here, I just want to encourage you folks. I just want to encourage you. I told you that today we were just going to encouraging you because a lot of you are fearful. You are fearful of what's going on, but I just want you to know that we are praying for you, but also remember, you know, um, remember when God called Moses to, um, to lead the children of Israel, you know, he thought he couldn't do it. And he asked him, you know, what is it that he has in his hand? Remember, we all have something in our hand. We all, every one of us. So it's all well and good that we can say we're going to pray. Prayer is great. Prayer is great. Prayer is great. I'll be the first to tell you that. But God has given each of us talents. We have given us talents. And he wants us to utilize it. And sometimes if you don't even know the direction, what I encourage you, seek wise counsel. Seek wise counsel. And the counsel that you seek, make sure that the person who's gonna, you're going to be speaking to, giving you advice, don't let that person tell you, well, I wish you had this or you wish you had that. No, you need a counsel that can tell you what to do with what you have because that's what you have. So remember, remember Elijah went to the, the, the lady. You remember what happened to that lady? You remember her? Where she just had that one little meal and, you, you know, you know, you guys know the story. I'm not going to burden you with that, you know. That's another story. And you remember the other one, the lady didn't have any oil. What did he ask her? What do you have? What do you have? Go get some jars. Go get some jars. So folks, we have to have something that God can use. We have to have something. So, you know, we go and we say, yes, we're going to pray. We're going to have faith. But remember, faith without works is dead. And I know, yes, I may get some call and that where people are telling me, Hubert, what is it that you're telling the people? No, I'm just telling you, you got to also do something. God give us the wisdom to use what we have. So I just want to remind you that, folks, just remember, we here at the station, we're praying for you all. So just be vigilant. Just be vigilant in what you do and be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of your surroundings. So I encourage you. You take care. Have a great evening. And I will see you next week. This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good news and shoes.
This is Pastor Sam Chess from Grace Emanuel Church inviting you to tune in right here to WCNO 89.9 FM for the Grace Alive radio broadcast. This program airs Sundays at 9 a.m. and again at 9 p.m. and a brand new time on Fridays at 1 p.m. and 1 a.m. You'll hear a sermon followed by a roundtable discussion about the sermon by our pastors. We look forward to spending time with you each week as we share God's Word together. 